All right, now that we got that out the way, um, I want to talk about my hometown, Detroit, Michigan. I love it so much. I lived there for 42 years of my life. It's, to me, the best place on the planet. I want to give you a little bit of history about that place. You know, let's get into criminal justice. Let's get into crime. Let's get into a little bit of violence. You know what I'm saying? I want to take you all the way back to 19... Let me see. uh, June, July. Uh, Take you all the way back to the Detroit riots about 1967. A little bit of history about that. Detroit riots started um, that morning. That Sunday morning, July 23rd, 1967, they ended abruptly a couple days later, July 28th, 1967. (laughs) Um, A lot of speculation about why the riots were. We do know there was a race riot. We do know that our very own black people that lived there destroyed a lot of their own stuff. But the cause was never really found out. I mean, you can see it in movies like Detroit and stuff like that. And it's never really, you know, I don't want to dive into the real reason of why they did it or what happened, but it is what it is. Um, My own father participated in those rights. I won't say what he did for the sake of uh, (laughs) criminal justice, but I mean, it is what it is. Detroit people love their hometown. It is a great pride. And that's what we stand by. Uh, a little bit more history about uh, Detroit. Uh, if you ever seen four people deep in a car, in an unmarked car, it's all black. For all my people that live in Detroit, you know, we call those the big four. And uh, for the big four, they started back in 1971 with the Detroit Stress Unit. Stress stands for Stop the Robberies and Enjoy Safe Streets. They were disbanded. They were more so disbanded by the great mayor, Coleman Young, in 1974. What I mean about this bandit, they were breaking apart when Mayor Coleman Young came into office. The reason for that is these guys would act as if they were dope fiends or homeless people on the street, and they would actually show their badge or whatnot. I'm not sure exactly how the process went, but you ran and you got shot. <laughs> not shot in the arm. You got shot like in the back of the head. Or there is stories from people I know that were there of executions. Um, that is the word on the street. I cannot firm, confirm or do I confirm it? But um, That is the word on the street. That's what we're going with. That is the story we sticking to. So... That's what I know about that situation. I get a chance I will preview more of that situation. But um, that's just telling you a little bit about where I'm from. A little bit about me. My name is Eric Carter. I'm a criminal justice bachelor. I have a bachelor degree in criminal justice. Also, I have a master's degree in organizational management and leadership with project management. 
Um, I've been living in this town since 1977, which will make me about 42 years old. 42 years young is what I like to say. You know what I mean? The millennials call it old. I call it young. It's whatever. All right, let's get into a little bit more of this. Uh, present day in Detroit, Michigan. The situation here, of course, we got the COVID-19 situation. We got the stay-at-home order by the governor. Uh, I think she's doing a great job, by the way, of keeping everybody separated. As long as we practice social distancing, the world is ours and we can do whatever we want. I mean, you have a couple things closed, like a couple restaurants, a couple movies, which I enjoy going to. Um, I mean, so what? You got to sacrifice? If it's for the kids and it's for the future, I'm all for it. That's just where I stand. That's how I roll. You know, it's all about the kids to me. It's all about the future. So, what I am saying about the present, the present kids that they have on the street, they call them millennials. I think uh, they're very smart. They're very brilliant. They have a future ahead of them. But just like us, they call them 90s babies. Uh, I'm bred from the 1990s. I'm a product of them uh, spawning, I guess you could say. They need guidance. If they don't have guidance, then where can you go? So you can't down them and just say, hey, you know, these kids are trashed. These kids are violent. These kids are dangerous because anybody can be violent or dangerous depending on how you were brought up. My father used to always say, it starts at home. And to this day, he still says the same. Hey, it starts at home. You know, I mean, it's just like the teachers. No teacher is really teaching. I mean, because the teaching starts at home and then the teacher just reinforces it and gives it more education with it. That's my opinion. You know, my mother's a teacher, so that's my opinion. That's what I've seen all my life. Anyway, what I want to say about the present day, we have a lot of different situations. Uh, Right here in Detroit, we got uh, Detroit's own Eminem. just the other day, someone broke into his home at four o'clock. Everybody's staying at home amid the uh, pandemic, and Eminem is no exception. Someone broke into his home, and his security didn't get there till after. The article says that he had an encounter with the guy, and they had a conversation. I'm like, well. They had a conversation. Wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall and see what the hell Eminem said to someone that broke in his house at 4 o'clock in the morning? First of all, I'm a famous uh, rapper or MC. Secondly, what are you doing in my house as a homeowner? And thirdly, you could have got shot because if it was me, I mean, you could have got shot. I'm surprised Eminem didn't do that. But he did the right thing. Security got there. He's safe. The guy got fined and he went to Macomb Prisons, uh, which gave him a fine of, uh, I believe, $50,000. So, point of the matter being on breaking nobody's house. I mean, it happened to L. Cool J and somebody got beat up. But anyway, that's just what I'm saying. That's just for the sake of this conversation. Don't break in anyone's house. You can get killed, you can get shot, you can get beat up. A lot of different things can happen to you. 
uh, that's just a little bit of news about Detroit and what's going on. Uh, worried about the hope for the future. I hope in the future I live, I see my grandkids doing great. I can tell them all these great stories. Because right now, if you really look at it, we're living in an era. We are living in history right now, y'all. I mean, this is a pandemic. This has never happened. Maybe in the Bible it's happened. You know, maybe they had different plagues. You know, um, the Black Plague, uh, Ebola. Uh, they had the flu that killed everybody back in the day. Um, but nobody, you're living through it right now. This has changed the world and the way things will be in the future. Um, whether they open things up too soon or not soon I mean who's to say is right or wrong nobody knows we're still looking for the vaccine because this thing looks like the flu it feels like the flu and next thing you know you can be dead I personally have no officers and people I went to high school that have died and God bless their hearts but nobody knows I mean the future is not told so um I don't know. All I can do is keep hope every day. Go and do my duty and do what I'm supposed to do every day. And first and foremost, before my life, is make sure my kids are safe and my family is safe. So, I mean, let the professionals sort it out is what I'm telling you. Remain in the house. Stay safe. And uh, don't lose your mind. Because with today's technology and everything, you all can FaceTime or communicate with anyone. There's absolutely no reason for someone to be doing something as dastardly as uh, I believe it was in the news. They had something where in Chicago, they had a party. The house party looked like it was 40 people in a cram space. One person spits and who do we know? Everybody dies. So it's just... It's no reason at all. No rhyme or reason. We have to be responsible, people. We have to make it to the future. Take your time. Stay in the house. Do what you got to do. Do the steps. Abide by the law. Um, Have fun. Live life. Don't take it for granted. And um, I guess that's all I have to say. By the way, there will be more episodes. I will have more content. We will get deeper in depth. And after that, we will have guests. And we'll go from there. But this is Carter's Shakedown. This is just stuff from my perspective. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Carter's Shakedown. And as I said before, I'm going to talk about it, and we going to talk about it. Ain't nobody going to stop me from talking about it. So let's get into this. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is something very disturbing to me. I think the rest of the public, uh, we're talking about Ahmad Arbery. Uh, apparently, Ahmad Arbery was shot and killed um, while jogging in Brunswick, Georgia. Now, this was back on February 23rd. And um, 
Apparently, uh, the two people are Gregory Michael, 64, and his son, 34. Thought Aubrey was suspected of running from a burglary site. Like he was, you know, he was a burglar or something. And the thing about it is uh, they are not the police. So it's not up to either one of them to say, you know, whether he was doing a crime or whatnot, if you wanted to chase him down and call the police and report a crime, that's the way that this great nation works. But for you to get in your truck and chase another man down and shoot and kill him, I mean, this is vigilante justice. I mean, this is not a Batman movie. They don't allow everybody to just grab their ninja weapons and their guns, even if you got a CPL, and just go at the people and kill them. So now you got to add the racial issue onto it, or the fact that they were white and he was black. I mean, we don't know what the circumstances are around this now. Apparently, this happened back in February, and these guys have been let off two or three times. Now, with public outcry, they have been arrested and charged. But this prosecutor says we're going to take this to the Supreme Court. So stand by on that. Let's see what happens. Um, as a father of mixed children, I just, it's terrifying to think that you can be anywhere. You, children, anybody can be anywhere and just have somebody chase you down because you're jogging. That is your right to be able to go where you want to go. You're not causing problems. You're jogging just like anybody else. I mean, I've seen people with all these flavorful shoes on and I ain't never thought once in my life I'm going to shoot somebody down, but that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm thinking wrong. Maybe I'm thinking like a sane person, but it's wrong. Nobody should fear for their life in this way. You know, you're messing with our rights to bear arms. And stuff like this just puts it in the other person's hands, the politicians, where they say, look, this is why we need to block their rights to bear arms, which is something your forefathers and my forefathers fought for us to have for our safety. So just keep an eye on this story. I'm curious as to how this go turn out. Mm, let's move on. Let's see, we got right here in Michigan. The stay-at-home order has been extended. I've called her a good governor before, Governor Whitmore. Uh, very beautiful woman, in my opinion. Um, has extended the stay-at-home order to May the 28th. And I think it's good because of the COVID pandemic that's out there. COVID-19 is out there, people. I don't know why people think it's not. But for some reason, people don't think it exists. I got people I know. Hey, give me a dab, give me a hug or whatever. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But shit, he, some people not even wearing a mask or anything. It's like uh, they can do whatever they want. I mean, it is your right to do whatever you want. But when you end up sick and you die because of something like a virus, I mean... It's like the old meme came across my phone and it said, it'd be a shame to die from a handshake and you survived all this unprotected sex in the 90s. It would be a shame, you know. Jesus would be looking like, yeah, I sent you some protective gear. You didn't want to put it on. So welcome to heaven. But anyway, um, 
That's my opinion. I think she's doing a good thing. You're not missing out on anything. You're not missing out on the movies. You're not missing out on going to the mall. You can order stuff online. If it doesn't fit, then send it back. These are the sacrifices that luckily you in America are allowed to have. Because somewhere else, we were watching the other day on TV and they were in Africa and they were telling people, hey, stay in the house. They didn't say, hey, stay in the house. Somebody bopped somebody across the head with the butt of the rifle. And that's what it was. Get in the house. And that was it. You know, you do that here and you might have a, a, a damn rally outside. Just like those guys that went up to the Capitol the other day and here in Michigan. And they wanted to rally and yell in officers that I know face. It's in the paper right now. You know, the guy said, I didn't yell in the officer's face. You want to yell in this guy's face for doing his job. These people have families. You want to yell and you want to uproar at the governor for telling you to stay home and be safe. It doesn't make any psychological sense. And then you had the leader of the militia up there. He didn't even know how far apart you were supposed to be. Is it six foot? Is it seven foot? Is it eight foot? Is it 10 foot? I don't know. If you don't know, stay your ass at home. You're supposed to be the leader of these people. You're leading them into a dangerous situation because the state police, the great state police of Michigan, they had the right to shoot. If you guys pull those guns, they will shoot back and we will, we will end up in a martial law situation. We don't want that. Buy your time. Enjoy your time at home. We know the businesses got to open up. We know the economy is affected. But if we come together as a people and we help each other, we will be all right. You got to buy your time and wait. This is crap. You know, you, you how dare you go to the capital of all places and tell them you're going to go in there. When these people set the taxes and everything else in your great state that you live in. If you were in a third world country, they would have shot you down at a dictator's door. They don't play that mess. Read the laws. Do the studies. Learn something for a change. You're sitting at home with nothing else to do. Learn something for a change. Like I said, this, this podcast, this is my opinion. We're going to have good times. This, this is a very serious point right here because I want my kids to be safe. You're not missing out on anything. You, everything will open up eventually. Give it time. Everybody will get back to work. But I don't want everybody dying because we're not even done spiking with this damn virus. We're all suffering. All right, moving on. I want to talk about sex in the, not even just the pandemic era, but sex period. I mean, the young people nowadays, they don't even think you have to use a condom. I've heard people my age, what's a condom? When's the last time you used a condom? What are you, 12? No, it's called put a condom on. You know, if you're having sex with more than one person, you should wear a rubber, put it on. It doesn't cost anything. Wear a condom. Get birth control. Use it. Sex is there for you to enjoy. I have no doubt about it. I love it. But if you are not safe on top of having a virus, shit, your ass is going to have AIDS or something like that. 
Well, on top of that, somebody's going to be pregnant. It's going to be a lot of little COVID babies running around here when all this is over. But the fact, I, I heard Charlemagne the God say to someone, this is crazy because the teens are telling me that they'll use a condom and instead of having a three or four pack, they'll just wash it out and use it again. What kind of trifling broad is going to let you reuse a condom? And then the condom breaks. And then you got some big head little child looking at you, which you can't take care of. If you're going to have a good time, have a good time. If you're going to procreate, procreate. But be able to, I don't know, take care financially of either or. Come on now. We're too intelligent of people for all of this to be going on. This is the last thing we should be talking about is a sexually transmitted disease. Somebody told me, I know herpes is out there and everything. Somebody told me it was a new strain of gonorrhea. I said, wow, it's a new strain of gonorrhea. Gonorrhea made a comeback from the 90s. Are we still worrying about something like burning while we're pissing in this day and age? Is crabs made a comeback? I don't know because I'm clean and I don't mess around like that. This is crazy. We're setting a bad example for the youth if they learn from us. I mean, what kind of sexual education are they teaching in school? But we're not going to get into that anyway. It's just it's just neither here nor there. Be safe. Enjoy sex if you're having it. If you're not having it, you're not missing out on anything. Save it for the right guy or girl or whatever you're doing. Girl on girl, guy on guy. Whatever they do nowadays, save it, enjoy it. It's no rush. People rush through life. Enjoy every minute of life. Um, And that is all for Carter's Shakedown. By the way, this will be a bi-weekly podcast or weekly podcast. Whenever I get it on there, I'm going to just crank them right out. I'm going to shoot them at you. I'm going to give you some stuff to enjoy. And hopefully you show that love back and you subscribe. And here we go. We'll get it going. Next, we'll get some guests on here. And that is all for Carter's Shakedown. Enjoy yourself. Have a blessed day.